Welcome back to another episode of My Life Not Yours. Can I just say, aren't we supposed to be in spring, coming into summer in the UK? And I am just getting soaked. I've still got my central heating on. I'm kind of pissed off about that, people. It's just we're going through some mad climate change stuff. And if you don't believe in it, you really do need to believe now. I thought I'd have a little rant, but I also wanted to say some good news. You know, I had this little drought of not working for a little while, which was good. And then it was bad because you've got no one to go out and play with. Well, now I'm working and it's all good, my people. It's all damn good. So I'm working with a client that is really challenging me every day. I have to take a deep breath and it seems like all the people that I used to speak to in my life before have disappeared because I just haven't got time and I think it's not that that I want to speak about time today it's about waking up and knowing that you love your damn self and the reason why I thought this might be an interesting topic is because I've been speaking to quite a few people lately who just don't seem to value who they are and what they're about and I was mentioning it to other people and some people think I'm mad and they think no I get it teen I really get it it's really important to love yourself and I think last week I know what it was I had on my mood board that I wanted to join a leisurely ladies cycling group and I bumped into this group of women in this market just before Christmas and I said oh you're all walking with your bikes do you cycle locally and they said yeah we go out on Sundays and I said oh my god I'd really be interested I'm not you know I'm not bothered about doing 100k every week I just want coffee and cake, a little leisurely cycle, look at what's around us. And guess what, people? I manifested it and it came to pass. I joined them last week and got absolutely soaked. But my point for mentioning all of that is I was putting on my cycling gear and I'm not a professional by any stretch of the imagination. But I pulled on my tights and I thought, oh, there's a few bits of cellulite at the back of my legs. But I thought, you know what? I love me for who I am. I'm getting older. Things are appearing. Apart from this bloody irritating eye element I've got, ailment rather that I've got at the moment it's like I have got a Forrest Whitaker curse so Forrest Whitaker is an actor who's got a condition actually it's not a curse I shouldn't be rude who's got who's got this eye condition where it looks like the eye is flopping down over his eyeball so my eyelid has got really droopy first of all I thought it was because of hay fever and now I've been to the optometrist I think that's how you pronounce it who said I think you might have some inflammation underneath your eyeball so I've had drops upon drops upon drops I'm on nasal drops because they think there's a sinus problem going on I'm like fuck do I really love myself self-love one of the times I always use this and I've just jumped around from my eye right (laughs) my eye's gonna be all right people don't worry one of the things I feel especially from women when they're looking to be loved by a significant other but they don't love themselves they've got to have somebody in their life to complete them and it's really interesting this is dating expert called uh, Paul C. Brunson who just wrote something on his Instagram the other day about if you're looking for a partner that can sort you out validate you then you shouldn't be having a relationship I would also add to that if you don't love yourself how can you expect anybody else to love you but it goes more deeper than that so let me get into the meaning of self-love it means accepting yourself fully treating yourself with kindness and respect and nurturing your growth and well-being so I feel that since lockdown didn't I promise I'd never talk about lockdown again oh geez it's just like that dreaded curse but you know it's one of those things in my lifetime I'll probably not see again but I hope anyway but um I feel that I do love myself I love myself a lot actually not arrogantly 
There's arrogance and there's just the whole self-love thing from within. But I feel that to love myself even more, I really wanted to work on my personal development, which has really grown. It's through books, through taking action from some of the exercises they put in those books. And I've really enjoyed the journey. I also love taking time out to be alone with me. And I learned ages ago. I'm an introvert. (laughs) Introvision. Introvision? Is that a word? But I have a bit of that into me. And somebody said the other day, nah, you're so confident. And listen, people, one of the things for me is learning. If you don't understand something and you're not sure, go and look it up. An introvert or confidence, introvert, extrovert, it's not about confidence. Introverts can be very confident, but they don't take their oomph and energy from others around them. It comes from within and they may want to be alone. So for example, I could be out having a great time with a bunch of people, but all I'm thinking about is getting home and just being on my own. I can't wait. That's a bit of introvertness. I think is the right way to say it. But self-love encompasses not only how you treat yourself, but also your thoughts and feelings about yourself. Now, I've been in some dark places in my life and I knew it was when I didn't really love myself. So when you think about self-love, you can try to imagine what you would do for yourself, how you'd talk to yourself and how you feel about yourself that reflects love and concern. Now, people do hate on themselves a lot and this can manifest itself in so many uncertainties savoury ways, whether it's how they're vibrating, how your energy is on a day-to-day basis. It can manifest itself in a physical form from self-harming. You know, I hate myself. Everything's negative. Everything's negative from physical to mental. And it, it is all wrapped up in loving yourself means you have an overall positive view of yourself. And I'm telling you, there aren't many people that do. They're always going to have something to say. And there are times when I've really hated myself. And I think it's especially when I was trying to find out who I was was, especially coming out of the care system, then living with my mum and going through all this different cultural and environmental stuff. And my hate of myself was coming out in aggression towards others and anger. But I'm totally different now than what I was then. It's kind of hard to explain, but I just know I was in a really, really different place to where I am now. And there's not a lot that would face me. Yes, I can be still quick tempered, but it's more from an irritation as opposed to deep seated anger. I guess it goes to say, what does self-love look like? If you're thinking, oh God, Tina's gone off on one again today. She'll talk about, you know, manifesting this and believing in the universe. I'm going to keep going on about that, people, because when I'm telling you one little sidetrack here, I wanted to manifest. Yes, I've got this piece of work. I'm now manifesting, networking, getting two more pieces of work by June. I have two chats with potential other clients next week about the same said thing. So I'm just saying every morning I'm drilling it in. And also I'm looking out for my lucky numbers, which are your manifesting numbers. One dot dot one one. It could be one pound 11 or one dollar 11 cents on a bill. It could be on the clock. And let me tell you something. Every time I look up, it will be coming up on the clock. And depending whether you've got one hour, uh, sorry, 12 hour or 24 hour, it can appear a lot. I'll get into that another day. But anyway, what does self-love look like? Being positive with and about yourself. So I love my affirmations like today, particularly because my eye just feels, it's not itching, it's not horrible. It just looks weird and I really notice it, especially with 
without any makeup on my eyelid. There's no irritation there. I just find it a bit droopy and a bit weird. And so I'm saying this affirmation, I love myself regardless of my imperfections right now. And I want to start recording them as voice notes on my phone because apparently it's even more powerful than reading. So I usually say mine in the morning, but I think it'd be quite nice when I'm in a, I don't know, not a down stage, but when I'm feeling a little bit like I need a lift, listen to my own affirmation. And at the end of the day, saying positive things is so uplifting. And as I've said before, I'm really into all of that. Don't beat yourself up when you mess up. And oh God, I'm the worst person that's done this. I used to mess up in work quite a lot and it stemmed from anger. It stemmed from not knowing who I was. And then I do something and I wanted to cry people. A big grown ass woman. I wanted to cry. I've messed up with friends in the past. I've wanted to cry. But now I kind of just address it and move on because I don't think there's any other way to be now. You know, I'm too old to keep beating myself up and thinking, shit, what have I done? I've only got one little situation at the moment that irritates me. But then I speak to this person and I still come out smiling. Sorry if my voice sounded weird and I was having a little stretch because it felt good. Uh, Self-love being assertive. I've been told I am quite assertive. People come to me and say, we know you're assertive and you'll do this, this and this. And I like it because particularly this client I'm working with at the moment, and I'm sort of helping to manage a group of people, it's coming out and I like it. And I'm being told it's great because actually you're being assertive, you're taking action and people know where they are. But what I won't do, and this is what self-love looks like as well. Sorry, self-love looks like. It's a bit of a tongue twister. I might call it SL for the rest of this episode is don't let others take the piss or abuse you. I see this time and time again and really weirdly, now I'm going to let you into a dirty little secret, I love watching Married at First Sight on TV. I don't know, it's global, so anybody in the world where you are, I like watching this whole reality programme about couples that meet for the first time at the altar and they've been matched based on science. I have to say that itself is a bit of a question mark. However, there is one girl who's married to this hideous man called Harrison and her name's Bronte because this Married at First Sight I watch, which I like, is in Australia. The UK one is pretty shit. So anybody watches the UK one, it's so boring. This girl Bronte is being taken the piss off by her husband and literally mental abuse. And you know what? It's really hard to watch that someone is going through this on TV and you can see it's real people because this girl is breaking down. And this is why sometimes I have an issue as well with reality TV. But I just wanted to give that as an example. But I think I used to, when I was younger, have people take the piss out of me and abuse me when I was younger in in some of the care homes. I remember waking up one day saying, no one is ever going to take the piss out of me again. However, I didn't know how to control that. And it came out a little bit more of aggression than managing it. So that was one thing. It's also important to ensure that you may your own health and well-being a priority particularly when you get older I feel that we don't we don't have those checks and look the body's starting to die when you get older as depressing as that sounds you need to have your checks and there's one thing I've been shying away from one of my mates goes for a full body examination and check all the time I don't do it I'm scared 
of, oh, Miss Malcolm, you might have diabetes or this or that and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes I think it's best to be in the dark, but I could be wrong there and probably am very wrong. But take care of your health and your well-being. Spend time with people who uplift and support you. Again, I have memories of this one particular person that I used to be around and she always used to put me down and had digs at me. And at the time I just looked at her and thought, you're so beautiful. You dress so wonderful. I'm nothing because I didn't love myself. And yet on the other side of that, I have this friend. We don't meet up all the time. But when we do, I just come away completely invigorated. Her energy and her spirit is beautiful. She makes me shine inside and out. And I always get this warm, fuzzy feeling. Now I just need to find that in a bloody life partner. Okay. (laughs) I think it's really important that you have a bunch of people around you that are like that. And even your partner, who wants a partner that's going to put you down? And listen, there's a lot of people that go through a lot of abuse behind closed doors. Don't stand for it. Love yourself enough to say that you're not going to put up with it. And the same goes for asking for help. This week, back on my eye again. I'm sorry. I was told last minute I had an appointment at three o'clock in the afternoon. I get called by the said eye specialist. Oh, Miss Malcolm, do you think you could come in this morning? Uh, no, I can't because I'm I'm working. Well, can you make sure that you don't drive to us? This really messed me up because I have meetings literally up to the point of half an hour before the appointment because I knew I could drive there in 14 minutes. So I sat there panicking and the reason why they said don't drive is because they were going to dilate my eyeball, which would mean I'd be quite blurry and fuzzy. I was pissed. I didn't want to reach out to anybody, but I phoned my godmother, sorry, my goddaughter's mother and my other friend, both of whom couldn't make it. But you know what? It's funny because I don't ask for help very often. And I felt pleased, even though they couldn't give me a lift, that I did ask. And I think sometimes we become so independent or a bit embarrassed to ask for help. Ask for that damn help because you never know. And it's the same as let go of grudges because anger manifests and it brings about bad karma. I had a situation not so long ago where I'd done something for somebody and all I could keep thinking is but they didn't really thank me. They didn't really see me. They didn't really do anything. I didn't let it manifest to the point where I couldn't operate but it was there and it was just niggling at me and then one day I thought let it go. You don't have to have something in return, whether it's a thank you. I mean, it's a bit rude if you don't, but you know, you don't really need to be seeking something in return just to get that appreciation. You just move on because the universe will recognize that you've done something good and that's all that matters. Similarly, recognize your strengths. So one of my strengths is communicating. And so the other day I had this chat with this potential date, phoned him out of the blue and just said, um, oh, hi, how you doing? blah, 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 blah. And I just kept talking. I did let them talk. They, were, I wasn't having a conversation with myself, by the way, but I did keep talking. And I said to them, uh, I'm so sorry if I've just chatted for England. He said, you're very confident, aren't you? I said, I'm a communicator. That's it. I think he was a bit taken aback. And suffice to say, I haven't heard from him since. I'm not always like that, but I have no problem speaking to a completely stranger and just talking about life. I, you know, I tried to be their friend or whatever in, in terms of this love interest, but I haven't heard from him. So maybe 
maybe I did chat too much. That is one of my strengths, communication. And I have others as well, empathy, so forth. But it's important for you to recognise what your strengths are in this world and use them because that is what self-love looks like, as well as living in alignment with your values, which takes time to figure out. But when you do know what they are, you will feel much better if you live with those. And I think that I've really brought my values into play when it's not just rushing out to get any work because I need to pay a bill. Yeah, there is sink or swim, survival, cost of living and everything. But what I've now got is a bit of a plan. And I looked at my values to understand, well, what is it I really don't want to do because it would go against the grain of what my values are and my passions, actually. And it felt good. One day I just woke up and I thought, I made this list of my values. And if you need help on this, there's a fantastic book, even though it says it's called Squiggly Career. It's got some really good exercises on how you can find out things like your values, passions, goals, what makes you tick. It's wicked. This book is brilliant. Squiggly Careers. I can't remember the author, but you will be able to find it. It's bright yellow. Look on Amazon. And, you know, with those values and passions, I think that goes hand in hand with know your goals and your intentions, like the girly cycling group I had. My big one now is to um, buy my keyboard so that I can start playing the piano. It comes up all the time in my dreams. I see it. I feel it. I'm now telling you about it. So I'm going to have you making me accountable to start those piano lessons. And now that I've got work, I can invest in sponging out the money. You know, I should have bought this keyboard ages ago because now everything's gone up. This thing's like nearly £100 more than what I wanted to pay. But hey ho, it is going to happen. And I think that's the challenge to myself. And I need to make myself accountable, things like that. Make myself accountable for going out, getting the keyboard and getting those lessons in. Yeah and breathe. How often do you accept your imperfections? Example, when I went cycling, I pulled on my cycling tights. I saw a few lumps and bumps and and then I looked down at my feet, which I do all the time when it comes to putting on clothes. Like the other day I put on this dress and I looked at my feet. I've got quite big feet. I'm a EU44, that's a US12 and a UK10. Massive. I'm five foot eight. I'm not hugely tall. And I've got friends much taller than me who've got beautiful size feet. I look at mine and I always think they're not an imperfection. But if there's one thing I would change, it'd be to have smaller feet. Because when I go on holiday, I'm going off piste again. When people say, teen, you should be able to travel with just a little carry on. Say if you're going away for four or five days. I find it really challenging. Because where somebody could take one pair of trainers, a pair of flip flops and one pair of sandals or whatever they're doing. I can't do that because not Every pair of shoes, because of the size of my feet, go with my outfits. Comprende? The imperfection isn't really my feet, but the lumps and bumps that I see on my body now are. But I accept them. They're part of me. I can either deal with it, which is start eating even more healthily than what I do. My big thing is wine. It's the wine that's making the lumps and bumps. I love a glass of wine. I can do something about it. But the fact is, I'm kind of accepting of it. And lastly, set realistic expectations about yourself because I think sometimes we over promise to our damn selves and we don't need to. I think I've talked about how we can really look at self-love, what does it look like and how you can achieve it. There are some really great things like don't compare yourself to others, which I used to do a lot when I was uh, younger, but in the modern day and I was quite interested when somebody was saying to me, you know, I go on social media, especially Instagram, I see pictures of influencers and this and that and I don't 
don't think I'm there yet. And it's like, girl, just accept who you are. Don't compare yourself to others. Focus on your own journey. Because I think what social media can do, especially from the influencer perspective is, oh my God, look what they're doing. Why aren't I doing this? Blah, blah, blah. Once you shift that change in your thought process, it will be empowering. And don't worry about what society thinks or expects of you. As I said before, you're allowed to make mistakes and actually making mistakes, whether it's physically on the ski slope or, I don't know, saying something the wrong way or whatever it is, the lessons you learn from making mistakes are priceless. And you probably won't make them again. I used to beat myself up all the time, but I'm not going to do it. I have also briefly said, again, this is steps to achieving self-love. Let go those toxic people in your life and don't be afraid to do so. It doesn't have to be a conversation. They can just disappear. I've had a couple of people, not necessarily toxic, but they don't do anything for my life. They don't have value to it. They don't bring my vibration up. And so even if it's a little painful, they just disappear. You know the reasons. Your vibration needs to be operating at between eight and 10 all the time. So if someone brings you down when you get next to them and you just feel this, oh God, I've got to go and see Tina today. Don't come and see me. Don't interact with me just leave it move on another one that I wanted to talk about is process your fears interrogating and evaluating your fears helps you to gain clarity and really to unravel some of the issues in your life that may cause you anxiety do you know how many people get anxious it's quite scary and that can in turn help alleviate some of that anxiety but I also think what's worked out for me I don't know if I get anxious is tapping meditations I bloody love it tap 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 on certain meridians on the body really helps there's one I do it's only six minutes so look at tapping meditations if you get a bit anxious and try to trust your gut when you make good decisions we so often doubt ourselves and our ability to do what's right when most of the time we do know in our hearts what's best just go with it people I didn't because I'd always be second guessing I'd always over analyze and be really critical remember your feelings are valid. You're not losing touch with reality. You're being you because you know yourself better than anyone else. So be your best advocate. Be the centre of your own world. Put yourself first, people. And you know what? As a woman and other women and felines out there, we get accustomed to putting others first. Although there's a time and a place for this, it shouldn't be a habit that costs you your mental or emotional well-being. Start putting yourself first. Find that time to decompress because without decompressing and recharging, you're going to put strain on yourself. You can spend a day in bed if you want or outdoors or whatever you need to compress, whether it's with people, without people, dedicate some time to this. And my thing lately is I'm going to binge watch something all day long in bed and I don't feel no way. I don't care. I get up, I clean my teeth, I'll eat, I'll be back in bed watching it. That's one of my biggest things because because it's just mindless shit that I'm watching. Feel pain and joy as fully as possible. Allow yourself to feel things fully. Lean into pain, revel in your joy and don't put limitations on your feelings. If you're feeling a way, you're feeling a certain way. Like fear, pain and joy are emotions that will help you understand yourself. And ultimately, you will realise that these are not your feelings. 
they are emotions. So really get in tune with your damn self. You need to be kind to yourself. You need to celebrate yourself beyond your birthday. Do you know how many people I hear? Yeah, I'm gonna take a day off from work for my birthday. What about all the other days in the year? It's an important part of loving who you are. Just take a day off. You may say, well, I wanna save it for the family holiday. What about you? Try to see beauty in the simple things. Try to notice at least one beautiful small thing around you every single day. Make a note of it and be grateful for it. One of the things I noticed, I know it sounds weird, back to lockdown, on my road, I used to hear this dog yapping. It was so annoying. But it was an older woman that was taking her dog out, come rain, come shine. And I loved it. I just loved hearing this yap, yap, yap every day. And a feeling came over me the other day, the day I don't see her out is has something happened to her is she still mobile I don't know I can't I can't explain it but it really gave me a lot of joy and I was grateful to see this woman and her dog because gratitude not only gives you perspective it's essential to help you find joy so this was quite a short one you know my longer ones are usually my interviews and if you haven't caught up with those and you need to but in summary self-love needs work it doesn't happen overnight but with time it will settle itself into your heart. Yes, you may struggle, but you'll look back on these moments, especially some of the ones that I've mentioned, and see how they were stepping stones to your journey in getting the best out of you and loving yourself. Because if you don't love you, how can you expect anybody else to? Why self-love? Without self-love, you're likely to be highly critical about yourself and fall into people-pleasing and perfectionism mode. You're more likely to tolerate abuse or mistreatment from others. You may neglect your own needs and feelings because you don't value yourself enough and you may self-sabotage or make decisions that aren't in your own best interest. Self-love is the foundation that allows us to be assertive, to set boundaries and create healthy relationships with others, practice self-care, pursue our interests and goals and feel proud of who we are. And on that note, my people, I look forward to popping into your uh, notifications if you've subscribed in a couple of weeks time. Until then, take care and learn to love your damn self.